Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a podcast about productivity, accomplishing things, and feeling good about the things that we are both doing and not, somehow. Uh, I am Scotty Jackson, joined as always by Rosemary Orchard. Hi Rose, how are things? Oh, things are going pretty well, Scotty. I've been reviewing stuff and it's gone well. I'm, I'm happy. How are you? Oh boy, uh, that's topical. Uh, I'm, I'm great, thank you. Uh, if you're new here, thank you so much for joining us. It's lovely to have you. You can find our whole podcast, including uh, every back episode we've we've done, at nestedfolderspodcast.com. Uh, and if you're so inclined and would like bonus episodes on a monthly basis, you can support us by visiting nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested, where the unnested feed gives you that bonus episode and uh, our uh, bonus love. Uh, today, Rose, I... You were mentioning review uh, just now, and we were talking about it a little bit before, and I thought, I know we've done an episode in the past about how we weekly review, uh, but that A, that feels like a really long time ago, and B, this feels like the sort of thing, I mean, I could talk about reviews forever and doing the best I can at them, uh, ever improving, and so I thought it would be really interesting to talk about, even just at, like at a high level, how we're reviewing all of the commitments and projects and mm -hmm. tasks and bits and bobs that we have. Um, your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, there's so many different kinds of review that are in our lives, you know, reviewing things like our shopping list before we run out the door to make sure that we don't forget the most important thing that we were supposed mm -hmm. to have on the list, but somehow never made it on there to the daily review where you just do a quick skim of like, is anything on fire that I need to deal with like now? Um, and then obviously you've got weeklies, monthlies, quarterlies, yearlies, pre-holiday or vacation and post um, and, you know, all of those things. Um, and they kind of snowball together to be a lot of review. But review isn't just review. And it, it's something that I think is worth revisiting because, of course, the other thing is how we do reviews changes and evolves over time to suit whatever our current needs are, because reviews have to reflect what your life is actually like. That is very true. I mean, it has to honor what your life is like, what what tools you might be using, um, the jobs and responsibilities and commitments and goals that you have uh, may shift how you need to review. And I think that that's uh, really interesting to think about in honoring what even is a review and what is it for. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, I we were talking a little bit before I hit the big red button and start recording here. And you kind of blew my mind a little bit because to me, my review has always been about optimizing my understanding of my commitments and what I'm going to be doing next and maybe a little bit mm -hmm. of planning as well. But, um, I mean, saying using, you know, what should probably be common sense spoken out loud. You were talking about the importance of reflection as well as part of a, as part of review and looking back and really mm -hmm. being reflective and introspective about, you know, the, the horizon of time that you're reviewing, whether I guess that's weekly or monthly. Mm, yeah. And I think that's the thing, right? Because some of review is absolutely the planning for it's and going, okay, so, you know, if, if you're looking at, say, weekly, what does my upcoming week look like? What needs to be done? How does that fit into my week? Like, is there anything that I need to do on a specific day because other people are around on that day and that day only um, and things like that? But there is also a certain amount of reflection required because I don't know if you have things fall off the radar. I'm sure everybody does. But mm -hmm. I find things fall off the radar a lot more when I don't look back at the past week and like, look, did I miss something? 
like did something like come up which caused me to rearrange all things um and i had planned to prioritize this thing but it couldn't happen because of something and i find that if i don't do the looking back then my brain tends to go yeah yeah yeah, it's all good um and (laughs) ignores whatever the thing was and that is often when things like you know slide off uh, slide off the radar and then you 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 get later whenever you know the actual deadline for the thing is or the consequences for the thing and go oh i didn't do the thing oh oh dear um and so i found by building a certain amount of reflection um in i can avoid that problem and the other thing that i can do is i can look back um, and this is really great for anything that repeats on a regular basis. Um, and I can look back at the thing that repeats because I, I have checklists for things because I, that's that's how I do stuff. You know, if I'm going into the office for a day, I have a checklist of things that I need to pack and take with me. Um, mm. And I have a checklist of things I need to do before I go, like the day before. A checklist of things I need to do the morning that I am going into the office. I don't go into the office very often, to be clear. Um, and all of those things. Um, and... The the week the day after because I go into the office when it happens on Thursdays the day after it happens to be Friday which is my weekly review which is the time that I look back at all the things and I go ah right yeah that thing wasn't on the list I actually needed that I'm gonna put that on for next time etc whatever it is um and it allows me to because that that is planning but it's planning that only happens because of the reflection that is involved um that I'm going back and looking okay you know what templates have I used this week um what 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 happened this week what what was going on um and where did that leave me with the things and as a consequence of that you know where am i then going to end up going with all the other things you know if if you end up with um a surprise new project at work well weekly review like you can see okay so surprise new project has come along blah 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 that's great that's going really really well okay and now on to the planning of how does surprise new project um impact things um because you know that's that's part of it but it does for me all tie in together that's really good and i'll to add a bit of a tactical element to that the one thing that i've been really trying to uh really trying to lean into as part of review is making sure that i'm spending a good deal of time looking at my calendar uh particularly for the past week because particularly i mean especially if you have a uh meeting driven lifestyle uh, as I do, or you put a lot of things in your calendar, um, you have the opportunity to see events and mm-hmm. people's names and location yep. and times of day and all kinds of other context that act as wonderful triggers to avoid that slipped off the radar moment that you mentioned uh, before, Rose, because I, there, there are so many times when I look at my calendar and I'm tempted to go like, yep, 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 yep. I did all those things. Good for me. Yay. Cool. Core dump. Move on. But um, it serves as a great reminder of, oh, my goodness, I didn't do that follow up from that meeting. Or, mm-hmm. oh, I think I still have some notes left over from that session. And then I go and look at those notes and, oh, there are some commitments that I made it buried in there uh, that I haven't taken care of. And so yep. it is a wonderful multidimensional trigger or even just seeing someone's name. Oh, unrelated mm-hmm. to that meeting. I have, I have to talk to this person about so-and-so is something X. So it's a really wonderful um, mind dump trigger to help, mm-hmm. you know, dig dredge up the stuff that I've been carrying around in my mind. Um, 
that I've forgotten about, or maybe things that I have, you know, maybe I did write them down, but I put them in a suboptimal place or I didn't take care of them, whatever. It is a great safety net moment for all of those sort of situations. Yes. Um, Speaking of trigger lists, actually, Scotty, I feel like I should mention I have trigger lists built into every single one of my reviews um, because I need certain prompts to always appear in certain reviews, you know, like uh, a weekly review, um, you know, like, you know, there's last week and next week. Those are two of the prompts. Um, And it sounds really silly because, of course, you're doing a weekly review. Of course, you should be looking at last week and next week. That that's what weekly reviews are for. But having those specific prompts really helps. But also, mm-hmm. I have a really long list of um, prompts. I think I got these um, from the Getting Things Done website originally. Um, and I, of course, this is me. I use automation for this. Um, but I I use a shortcut that pulls out random ones for me um, and prompts me with them. Now, this might mean that two days in a row I get the same you know trigger prompt um but that's okay i'm I'm okay with that like i don't mind um because um for my daily i just i just have it pick out like you know today tomorrow those are always in my daily um and then you know like three uh three trigger words of you know is there anything you need to mind them for this stuff oh right yeah yeah there's a whole bunch of things cool or maybe there's nothing it's fine but i i've tried to build it into every review because it's Part of what I have done as as a, an evolving part of my review process is I've consolidated everything into one review a day. So it doesn't matter that if I am doing my daily review, my weekly review, my monthly review, my quarterly review, my yearly review today, I do a review. Because one of the things that I found is you end up doing quite a bit of review if you put all of these different review mechanisms into your life. Because it is really useful to be able to look back on, say, a quarter um, and go, well, cool, how did the last three months go? How are the next three months going to go? Um, just to give you a bigger picture, you know, the, the sort of horizons of focus level, you know, are my tasks lining up with my 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 shorter term goals, which, you know, are the quarters and slightly midterm, let's year and then, you know, I, I don't do five-year reviews, I'm afraid, but, you know, you can also look at your longer term goals there. Um, but it, I find it ended up being... That like, okay, so I've done my daily review, I'll do my weekly review. And it's the end of the month, so I'll do my monthly review as well. And it was like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of things in here. Um, and so I've consolidated and I do one review. Um, and that's it. Um, now I do slightly different things depending on what kind of review I'm doing, but I've only got the one review to do. And I find that that's made it much easier for me to actually continue to do the review because otherwise it felt a bit like review fatigue. And to be honest, most of my daily reviews five to 10 minutes at most. Um, and I can do them while eating breakfast um, or dinner, depending on the day. But I try to put a little bit of into every day because I find a little bit of reflection and a little bit of planning really smooths out some of the bumps in the road of my life. That's that's fantastic. I, I, I would say that I kind of have the opposite problem in that, you know, as someone who obsesses over optimizing performance and productivity and loving my system i find myself attracted to doing review all the time so i'm not mm-hmm. actually accomplishing anything like no 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 i'm 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 in constant review because i'm constant in like chasing the dumb inbox zero dragon and and you know like uh, optimizing my system and feeling so great about stuff and then i realize well hang on a second i've been swirling around here 
optimizing a system and I'm not actually doing all the things that I keep writing mm-hmm. down that I'll say I'll do. Um, yeah. so I, I, um, I have to, um, find ways to make review less attractive in a way because mm-hmm. I, I, in a way I'm constantly reviewing and in a way I'm not reviewing enough. So yeah. th- it's, it's a really weird, um, pendulum to swing between. Um, I, I, I love what you said about rem- remembering that the daily review does not have to be onerous in five to 10 minutes. Um, I have found, um, you, playing off your, your spirit of the checklist and, and the prompts employing, analog systems and taking the time to make myself write things down. Like, yes, it's in my calendar, but I'm still going to take the time to write it down on my daily page. I'm still going to take, because in doing so I am recommitting to doing that thing because if it isn't worth writing down, it isn't worth attending. So slow and, and also slowing myself down to write that down helps me reflect a little bit on why I'm using that chunk of time what I will get out of it, the role I am expected to play there. Um, all of those thoughts can happen very quickly in the time it takes for me to write down, you know, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., um, you know, meeting with team to discuss Project X. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, that's great. Um, and it also gives me the time to write down, you know, here, here are some of them. Here are the most important things that I care about accomplishing today. Yes, they may be also in some sort of digital task management system, or yes, they may be, you know, flagged obvious things in a calendar or email, whatever, but also writing them down reminds me of their importance and yes. the way in which I will approach them. So yeah. um, I, I love what you said about it doesn't have to be hard. And I also mm. like remembering, um, that it not, it not being hard doesn't mean that I can speed through it in 30 seconds either. It, it yeah. It's easy and it's only 10 minutes, but it still has to be 10 minutes. Like I still have to invest that amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. On days when I'm really slammed, I will just do a five minute review. But my rule is it has to be between five and 10 minutes. Um, and as a consequence to this, I don't necessarily process all of the tasks in my inbox when I am doing my daily review. Because you know what? When I put it in my inbox, if there's a deadline on it, it gets the due date as soon as it goes in into the inbox um, so that I will see it for later. Um, and I figure like, I, I have other periods of time in the day where I've got a couple of minutes to just go process some tasks in my inbox um, and do things like that. So I've tried to take, you know, what is actually the important part of my daily review? It's not processing all the tasks and getting everything into all the projects and all perfectly well well organized because you know what my system can be beautifully organized and and cataloged and you know i could have the perfect emoji for every single project and if Mm -hmm. i've done absolutely zero tasks in them in 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 the system then it, it it it's not helping me at all. Um, and so I, I end up, you know, pushing things out a bit um, because one of the things that I do try to do on um, Fridays when I do my weekly review is I do try to get to inbox zero with my task manager um, because at the end of the week, you know, that's a good time to go through and go, right, okay, so here are the things um, that I haven't had a chance to process this week um, and they might have been in there since last Saturday um, or they might there, there might be nothing to process, but it does give me a chance. And sometimes that can actually be a, a good litmus test as well of, do I actually care enough about these to process them? Um, because 
that's the other thing you know you said about you know taking the time to write down the calendar appointment like if you don't want to write down the calendar appointment you you know you're writing what 10-12 and then the name of the meeting right it's mm-hmm. less than five words probably um that's not a lot of words now obviously if you if you've um you know if you if you can't you, you don't do handwriting and things and it's very difficult for you disabilities whatever then that that's not such um, a good limit test but for for a lot of people like do you actually want to take the time to like write down this thing no i don't okay cool how important is this um and i find that's another part of my review that i really have been focusing on like you know what are the things that are making me feel good about stuff and also what isn't and can i get rid of this in some way um and uh, a lot of the time it turns out that there's personal projects that have been hanging around and I can get rid of them. Mm-hmm. So I do. Um, and I'm very happy to do so. Um, but the, you know, sometimes um, I can't, but that's okay. Um, the the good news is, is um, I have a review system in place and I try to make sure that I have enough of the reflection on things um, as well as the review of upcoming to be able to make those decisions more accurately with regards to how I'm feeling and how I have been feeling and how I think I will be feeling. Yeah. And to your point about like those hangers on personal projects, I mean, ideas are easy and wanting is free. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, and if you follow like a getting things done system, that system would have you believe, you know, capture it and put it on a someday maybe list. But honest to goodness, if I captured every little silly musing that passed through my consciousness uh and put it on a someday maybe list i mean come on i'm never gonna look at that that's awful and i think being aggressive with deletion um is is a really important part of Mm -hmm. review because i i think to me in getting things done parlance someday maybe becomes attractive as this place to like like to to really not decide Kind of. Yeah. I mean, you, you can clarify what the action is, but uh, like, are you really ever going to do that? Is that really something that you're going to do? Am I, if I'm yeah. being honest with myself, is that book ever a book I'm going to read? Is that a wine mm-hmm. I'm ever going to actually go out and buy and try? Is that, is that a report I'm ever going to read? Like, maybe not. And that's okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, wanting is free. So like, stop mm-hmm. it. Um, it's, it's free until it has a cost of like your time, attention or, or inventory. So, um, getting rid of stuff is, is, is huge. And, and in the spirit of that, the other thing that I keep reminding myself is, um, remembering and, uh, what inboxes I even have, um, like the, 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 the evil culprit one for me is, actually a physical inbox that we have upstairs by what we call phone table. Um, remember back in the days when houses had phones, um, that yeah. was where a phone <laughs> would be. Um, and, and, and it's, it's a place where um, incoming mail in, in as much as we get anymore uh, lands or forms from school land or that cable that we no longer need upstairs gets coiled and slid into Um that one is nefarious because I try to, I, I, I tend to ignore that one. Um, uh, I use an app on my phone called Drafts, and it is a great way to place to capture things. Uh, that one is easy to also forget. It, I always remember to put stuff in, 
Uh, <laughs> not always, not always great at remembering to go and see what's in there and get stuff out. Um, right. I mean, like email and messages, those ones are really obvious as well as the um, inbox on my desk here. That's, that's staring me in the eye. Uh, It's giving me side eye right now. Dirty looks. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't forget that one, but it it is worth considering um, in the spirit of reviewing what all inboxes you actually have. And I mean, number, number one, can you, can you take care of those, please? Number two, can you remember what those are? Number three is maybe challenging yourself a little bit. Do I need all of these? I think I'm, I've gotten to a place where I only have the ones I need, but even still, um, there's part of me that, that either forgets or maybe tries to avoid some of them. Yes. Yeah. That, that is certainly, um, uh, a problem. And I think some people might even feel that way about the reviews. Like, do I really need a weekly, a monthly, a quarterly, and a yearly review? And well, that's one of the reasons why I've consolidated so yes. that when I do my review for of the day on a Friday, I have the important daily questions, um, but I, I skip a, some, a chunk of them for the weekly ones because guess what? I Weekly is something that happens this frequently and needs to be prioritized over the daily. Also, it's happening on Friday and I tend not to have a lot of very uh, crazy things to do at the weekend. You know, I have plenty of plans, plenty of ideas. I'm going to circle back to your point of ideas for free in a second, uh, but I don't necessarily have like big plans that I need to make. So I tend as part of my weekly review to make a weekend plan and a week plan. And then I don't have to um, make, uh, you know, daily plans at the weekend, which means I can use some of that review time to catch up on my inbox, um, which is often full of ideas. Um, and I do like what you mentioned, Scotty, <laughs> putting things on your someday maybe list should mean that you actually intend to someday do something. And I've actually split up someday and maybe now. Like, it seems seems crazy. What's the difference? Someday means I have every intention of doing this. Like, I am going to do this, but I'm not going to do this now. Whereas maybe is, I had an idea. It was cool. And what I do is uh, every day when I add something to the ideas list um, because it happens pretty much daily is it gets the date prefixed and then Mm. theoretically whenever I do my daily review one of the things I should do is just go skim through the ideas and search for each one in the note to see if it's come up multiple times I find this tends to happen more likely on a weekly basis uh, and so I may officially move this from from the one of the things that I assign to my daily review to my weekly review Uh, that's the beauty for you I can do it but one of the things that I found is I can have a great idea. I can really love it. And the next day, I don't care. Or it keeps coming up in my head again and again and again. And this tends to be for personal things. Um, But it's happened with work stuff as well. And being able to go back and go, hey, this idea keeps coming up. Like, there's a common train of things here. Like, maybe I should just sit down and not necessarily like actually turn this into a project but maybe i should review this you know what is this thing like what what are my thoughts about it and then i can sit down and make some notes and then i can see you know do i want to turn this into a project or not and sometimes i'll leave it sitting on the ideas list with a bunch of fleshed out information because i'm not ready to use it yet but that's okay um i i just find it useful to have the ideas list somewhere separate just so that i can search to see if there are recurring ideas because that, there often are. That's fantastic. And and I, one of the things that I, I really like about what you said, too, is that before it hits that list, you take the time to flesh it out. 
So you kind of know what it mm. means. And, and that is one of the things that I am very frequently guilty of. Like yeah. email from Josephine re 2021 review. Okay. I know that what that means is that I need to uh, write a summary of my team's performance and the top things that we delivered last year. Except that I am very guilty often of leaving that, that like email from Josephine re 2021 review. That's the title of the task. That is a bad idea. I need to mm. remember to write down what that actually means. And it seems yeah. like a small thing because of course it's so obvious what I have to do about this email. Except that every time I see it, I have to interpret it. And then yeah. I, that takes energy doing that interpretation, especially if you run down a list of 10 things that you have to interpret. I can no longer glance yeah. at a list of 10 things and know what the things to do are without thinking. Yeah. And I don't want to think. I'm tired of thinking, especially at work. I want to do my best yes. thinking when I'm not at work. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Careful, Scotty. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so, so it, clarifying the intention of things and what they mean to you and what the action actually is, is vital and not using placeholders for that. Um, because it seems like shorthand to get through a review faster and you're right. It does get you through a review faster. Um, but it also greatly degrades the quality of that review and, and what it yeah. will, the benefit you get from it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that that's one of the things that I do try to do. Like I, I will not put something on my someday list until it's got a, it's got some fleshed out information in it, because otherwise when I look at my my, my someday list in the future, I'll, I'll have something like, you know, cabinet in office. Great, Rose. What on earth did cabinet in office mean? <laughs> you know, that that's one of the things that I wrote down on my ideas list the other day. Um, and I realized it had been bothering me for a while. So I sat down and fleshed it out and realized that there's like a whole little chunk of like home improvement things that I keep meaning to do. And I just hadn't really sat down and fleshed it out. So it's now in my task manager because that's actually happening this weekend. Of course it is. Um, but um, one of the things that I, I love that I stole from GTD was like with the weekly review, you only have to think once a week. Now, obviously, um, that that's not really true. You know, if you're sitting and writing an email, your brain is not entirely on autopilot because you actually wrote it in your weekly review. Your your week, mm. it, your week is your week is not a review. <laughs> um, your your week contains a review. Um, but I do like the idea of how can I make it so that when I see the tasks I need to do this week, or that I've selected to do this week, or the combination thereof. I can just do them because that to me is a good chunk of what the review is about, you know, um, and, and it means that I end up with things like I am as part of my, my monthly review, I go through and I tag certain projects with my, with certain goals so that when I see the project, I, I see which goal this is for. And it makes me a little bit more motivated to work on things um, because I found that for me, that's really helpful for some people that might end up being overwhelming, but I found that by doing some proper critical thinking as part of my review, um, I, I've been able to improve things in that matter. Um, because doing things like, how do you feel about this week? That's one of my weekly review questions. If I'm not feeling good about this week, I then delve into why. You know, why don't I feel good about this week? Was it because there was a whole bunch of stuff that came up that wasn't planned that I couldn't account for and things just went off the rails? Or do I feel like I didn't accomplish a thing? Okay, why didn't I accomplish something? 
and so on and so forth. And, you know, I then follow it regardless of how I feel with what went well, because I need to pick something that went well in the week. Um, but then I'm looking at what should change. And I do something very similar for the monthly reviews. I found monthly seemed like things were going fine. And then the quarterly review hits and it's like, well, you've barely accomplished anything. You know, what what happened? Turns out lots of sneaky little projects snuck in. And I didn't prioritize the bigger things over them because, yeah, it's just a project. Like, I'm doing stuff. It's all good. It turns out that I wasn't doing the things that actually aligned my goals. So I put my goals somewhere that I can see them. And that came out of doing some reflection as part of a quarterly review. Um, and so that, to me, has been incredibly helpful for getting the ball rolling in so many different directions. You know, it's, it's not a single ball. It's a pile of marbles. And they're all going everywhere. But I feel like I have the, the bird's eye view of those. So I actually know, you know, okay, like, well, this marble is currently going on home improvement path, which can include some automation. But right now you're focusing on doing the physical little bits of reorganization that you need to do to be able to do the furniture moving and stuff. Um, and that then means that your office will feel like a better environment to be in. And I can see all of that because if I click on the tag, then, you know, it takes me to another thing, which shows me the information about what I need, but I don't have to click on it because I've written it and I, I know what it means. But it means that if I do need a little bit more clarity of why are you emptying this drawer unit again? Like what what was the reasoning behind this? Like why do you why are you worried about finding last year's IKEA receipts, um, etc.? Um, it means that I can just quickly glance at it again and go, goal, reorganize home office to feel better at home. Oh, okay. That's nice. And it's a it's a wordy tag, but I'm okay with that because it's only on a couple of things and it just makes me feel like I'm getting places and my review has helped me to get there and it's helping me to get there. Then then my wish becomes may everyone's review be their marble bag to their tasks so that they don't lose them. Yes. yes you don't want to lose because, your marbles. No, no. Ideally not. You want the bird's eye view of what's going on because let's face it, we've all got lots of things dragging us in all the directions. And part of the review process is a little bit of centering yourself and pulling things back in where they are too far away and making you feel uncomfortable. And that's not what we want. We want we want comfort. This is this is about creating comfort and, and goodness. Yes. Getting to a point where you know where you're spreading yourself perhaps a little thin or where everything's going great. And so that you, at the minimum, are prepared to handle this, even if you can't necessarily, you know, resolve um, things you can be prepared to work on whatever it is that needs doing so good thank you as always rose this is fantastic well, thank you very much for bringing out the topic it turns out that i have a lot of stuff in my review <laughs> and i had a couple of uh, articles as well that you hadn't read and so uh, it was a good opportunity to look at how i'm doing um a lot of these things um because i made some tweaks as part of this and will continue to do so because my reviews are an evolving process rather than a fixed criteria. Indeed, and uh, as they should be. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us uh, on this uh, conversation about reviews. Um, as always, you may find us again at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And if you enjoy what you hear and want to hear more, support us at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested for a bonus episode every month and access to an AMA uh, where you can ask us a question that could become an episode of Unnested, uh, where we tackle uh, listener questions, uh, feedback challenges, uh, and uh, deeper looks into our, our into our systems. Um, you can also tweet with us at Nested Folders, 
and uh, contact us through our, our, our contact us uh, form on our webpage. But we can also be found as individual humans on the internet. Uh, Rosemary Orchard, where might that be for you? Well, the best place is rosemaryorchard.com, which has links to the things I do online and the places that I do them. And you can find me on Twitter at Rosemary Orchard. Scotty, where can people find you? Uh, I may be found uh, on the internet at heyscottyj.com, uh, but more likely and more actively on Twitter at heyscottyj. Thanks again for another great conversation, Rose. This was great, and we'll talk to you again soon. Goodbye, everyone.